Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, here for another weekend episode, six listener questions. I want to thank each one of them. Not everybody's question can be read on air, but these are representative of some of the ones that I thought were worth dealing with. Thanks, sponsors, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, CompC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. So when I deal with these, if there are things that you want me to go in uh, deeper detail, say so and do an episode every day. Some of these are smaller, but some of them could lead on to other things. Okay. First question from ASMR people mentioning the connection in the NIL and the name image likeness with the receptivity of the 1991-92 Proline football cards that had all the players in uh, their natural habitat in their own uh, street clothes and things like that. But that really wasn't that well received. <laughs> Those really didn't sell that well. It made the personalized the players. That was good. NIL, talk about something that got bumped off the news cycle. That was big news for a week or two. And now with Tops and Panini being supplanted by Fanatics, then NIL is no longer being talked about. But really, it should be because that's something that the Tops and Panini could continue to uh, to work because the Fanatics is in tight with the players associations in each of the sports. You're not in the players association if you're high school or college student, you you have to play, you have to suit up, you have to be on the roster. And the players associations are not real eager to include non-union members in their set. Again, NIL could be a bigger deal than we thought. Next question from Andrew James about Comp C Hacks. This is representative of some other questions that I've gotten. Andrew, you have some good ideas. Uh, wonders if with having cards on the site that Mike has that I have, maybe the offers take up a lot of time. Actually, they don't. They've simplified it to whether you either accept it, reject it, or uh, counter. And there's no uh, verbiage. You can't write me a note, although people have tried that, but that doesn't do any good. So it really doesn't take that much time. And as I said, many of the offers I accept, most I accept. Andrew wants ComC to be a better site. That's great, but... He's got a great idea of how ComC could be more informing us who submit to ComC of what's not on the site. I'm already doing that, but I have to do the work. Andrew has a good idea of how they could be indicating what cards are out of stock and making a list of the cards that have sold through so well that they're out of stock. Again, so many ComC suggestions, and I know from being a former CEO of a company, this is making work for Tim Getch, who's a very bright, hardworking guy, and there's no ideas that he probably couldn't do, except that his plate is pretty full. And the idea of listing the most sold cards the highest velocity cards on his site that are now sold out in the interest of people coming on. The problem with that, Andrew, is that gives a roadmap to the competitors or the imitators out there. And there are those who would like to do something like uh, what Tim has done with ComC. And uh, obviously the place to start is what's sold out on ComC of the highest velocity cards. Question three was from Game Time Gallery, uh, responding to the uh, impeachment from the Hall of Fame, episode 504. I agree with you, Game Time, that the, the voting process is messed up. There's really no criteria. It's by the Baseball Writers Association. More personal opinions, and they seem to look the other way when somebody is alleged, but not proven, to be a PED person. And I totally agree. The voting process needs an overhaul. I believe that will come, and I believe there will be more power to the people. But again, even then, it could be a 
<laughs> a little bit of a popularity contest. Question four was from Frank Costello, my friend in uh, Golf Pro in Michigan. We went to some of those same shows back in the 70s. Frank said he just got back from the Troy show. That's a show I used to go to as well. Bought some bulk lots of baseball and football cards. Again, man after my own heart. He's putting them away. Not forever, but you can't always deal with them that same day. So he's going to go through them as time allows. That's exactly what I, I enjoy doing. And what I find is the more messed up the lot is, if it's all in uh, numerical order and, and set order, then it's pretty easy to get a handle on the value. You probably pay a little bit more for the organization. Frank, the reason he's probably setting aside the same reason I do sometimes, is because if it's all jumbled up, then that's a lot of fun for me, but it takes a lot of time too. And you generally get a better deal if it's messed up because the person doesn't even know what they have. Let's see. Question five, uh, several responses, too many to repeat, but a bunch of them from the uh, Tops blockbuster news that, that, uh, Tops is out in 2025, or maybe even sooner, depending on the Players Association treatment. The biggest story we've had in a really long time, Guy William is wondering about the long-term effect on this and how it will affect flippers. <laughs> he thinks if it's a negative effect for flippers, then th that's a good thing. But I can assure you, Tops uh, being supplanted by Fanatics is going to affect everybody. Larry Smith says that Tops is going to be a lame duck, and that's uh, problematic if they turn on the press or if fanatics, uh, there's some confusion. But I think Tops has a brand. They're not going to want to tarnish their brand. Their brand has value, and they may even make a deal with fanatics. We'll see. Robert Cremines mentioned that the Tops brand would be hurt. I think it's more Tops the company. I think the Tops brand can endure. But the Topps company really has to huddle up and figure out what they're going to do. Now, I would point out is that if the news had been not that Fanatics was coming in, but that Nike had purchased Topps, what would we be saying? Uh, then Topps would be a division of Nike and uh, Topps would go on and there'd still be Topps. So Fanatics, that still could be the case. ASMR people commented, again, same thing about minor league cards and uh, the prospect cards from Bowman. Yes, the prospects, people that are not in the major league, uh, in the union that have not played, as Panini, Tops, anybody can do that if they get the individual rights from those persons. Also commenting on the fact that there are a lot of people at Tops and Panini that know a lot about cards, and Fanatics has yet to put their team together. Finally, uh, last question, number six, from John Keating, a frequent contributor, has his own podcast, a thoughtful guy. He's talking about the other shoe to drop, or he... Clever. He says maybe a whole closet of shoes are going to drop. Actually, I think the closet's in disarray right now. Somebody's going to go in and clean it up. He mentions what about Upper Deck? That Upper Deck, are they unscathed in this? I think not. I think everybody is affected by this. I think uh, Brian Gray's comment about the card companies working together now more than ever, helping each other, maybe that's too strong, but not working in antagonism to each other. Uh, upper Deck, hopefully, we'll see. They're doing hockey, but they'd love to do more. They also do some other things where they have some individual licenses without the leagues. But I don't think Upper Deck's in a position to be buying Panini or Tops. I could be wrong about that, but I, I really don't think they'd be doing that. But to, but to work with them and to try to continue to put out really good cards, and if there is some consolidation in the industry, it'd be interesting to see what, what Upper Deck would do. Upper Deck has some uh, fabulous uh, legacy brands. They also they purchased FLIR, the, the brand names of FLIR. Upper Deck, we will see. It's privately owned. That's good and it's bad. It means they have the independence, but they don't have the uh, public uh, markets to get money. So thanks, everybody. I'll be back again on Monday with another episode. And uh, keep your questions coming to drjamesbeckett at uh, gmail.com. Thanks.